I'm Mr. Freeze. Why don't you cool off? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Big Black Clock, where three friends, wait, uh, scratch that, uh, acquaintances who love to talk shit related to watches, industry news, and other silly crap. If you want to spend the next hour listening to some banter and perhaps accidentally learn something new, then you are in the right place. Hey guys. Well, we have an intro. I don't need to say an intro anymore. Just say, hey guys, and you talk. And I, I didn't know you were talking to us. Oh, oh I thought God. you were. Yeah, I, 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 like I we went through like a full I, like 45 minutes of playing in an intro that's like pre-produced I'll be and honest. everything. I go, hey guys, give it a look at me. Like, I'm able to, are like, you talking to I'm me? I'm able to shut it off. Like, just, like, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I didn't, I didn't know he was here. Did you? I didn't, <laughs> when did you come in? Uh, you, you're startled. Who, who is this? I just thought you worked here. Yeah. <laughs> where's my coffee? Yeah, where's my coffee? <laughs> I uh, thought you worked here. Uh, can I take your order? This is becoming a thing that we were doing almost every episode. Can I take your order? order? Can I welcome to Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have that many Dunkin' Donuts. I don't think they have the right through. Well, you would know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have, and you're still bad I about shares it. In it. <laughs> <laughs> I have right. shares in Dunkin' Donuts, Blockbusters, and <laughs> Blockbusters. <laughs> HMB. So yeah. Blockbusters is like a fake version of a Blockbuster that's already bankrupt? Uh, yeah, exactly. What's yeah. the Blockbusters? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they actually bust blocks. There's actually one Blockbuster. It's a, it's a demolishing company. So apparently there's one Blockbuster left in Alaska. Uh, in Alaska. Hawaii, I think. They don't have it. No, I thought it was Alaska. Alaska? They, don't, they don't have Same internet? Shit. What? They don't have internet? No, but it's, it's like shutting down now. But people still like the experience of like going to rent a movie, get popcorn. But then apparently John Oliver <laughs> sent them. Goddamn. John Oliver bought... A bunch of memorabilia from Russell Crowe that he was selling, he was uh, giving away, which included the leather jock strap from Gladiator, and John Oliver bought it, and then he sent it to that blockbuster so they could put it on display to try to keep the business open. What? <laughs> it's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, John Oliver is hilarious. Yeah, it's great. D- d- that's he's, un- uh, that sounds made up. His show is so intense, but it's not. <laughs> it is so informative, but it's like. <clears throat> It's intense, yeah. It's intense. You can't watch too many shows at once because it's just like, hey, do you want to destroy your mood for the next few hours with just some horrible truths about the world? Then look no further. But he covers <laughs> some pretty incredible shit. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. It's very really interesting. It really, really does, yeah. There you go. So, <laughs> Blockbuster. Well, talking about Blockbuster. Are we? Yes. Th- this, this week episode is <clears throat> movie. You know, it wasn't oh, even planned. That was a, a really good segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, did you plan that to talk about your? Nah, stocks? I don't think it did. No, 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 no. It's too smart. So, so <laughs> it's uh, watching movies. Uh, it's too clever of a segue. Two, I don't think so. Right? It's not part two. Just two. It's like the second part. The, the, but it's not really. It's like Hot Shots part the. <laughs> yeah, two and a half. That's a hair. That's a naked naked gun. Naked gun. Naked gun. You're too young, sir. Yes, I know I'm too young. <laughs> it was like way before me. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Dude, that's, before, that's when OJ was still a popular person. <laughs> still is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to some. Uh, I can guarantee. You know what, Dimitri? I'm pretty sure if you had a party and he was there, he'd be the most popular person at your party. Because <laughs> he'd be the only guy there. Do you think the this. glove company went bankrupt? No, it was, uh, it was Isotoners. I think it was Isotoner, wasn't it? I, the word you just said to me, well, it means nothing. No, no, but you know what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the Bronco was out for like 40 years after that, too. You know what? I don't think it went bankrupt. <laughs> no, because, because this happened in the 90s. The gloves worked That's really well. That's 40 years ago. This like, isn't dog years. Guys, I think about. we need to understand the, there was, the glove worked very well here. <laughs> <laughs> it clearly saved well. the day. But you know what's crazy about the evidence so in that leather. trial? 
is that the way they, they linked it to OJ is that the specific pair of leather gloves that was in, involved in the crime, there were only two pairs of that glove sold in all the United States because they only came from New York, from like Bloomingdale's or something like that. And the only one that bought it, both pairs I think were bought by OJ. OJ. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the juice. <laughs> It's like, huh, they can't track me down. <laughs> How many pairs of these gloves are sold? Oh, only two. Oh, shit. <laughs> Say what now? <laughs> Tato, get the car. <laughs> I'm going to hop on a plane to Chicago. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, watching movies, there's that's a, almost an infinite amount of uh, movies with watches in it. And we- <laughs> it's very Good, insightful, yes, Carl. Yes, yes, that is. A, a, a huge pool of powerful. watches and movies. No, yeah. um, so... Uh, we, a huge landfill of watches. Yes, yes. <laughs> and almost infinite numbers. Um, so we all have picked different movies with watches in them that mean something, either for us or the movie. Or uh, I think Dima went movie first and the watches after, right? So he's like movie that he picked movie that he liked, and if there's watch, it, <laughs> there's a watch in it. Cool. I, I kind of <laughs> went in between a little bit because I did pick a few movies where I'm like, oh, that's a good movie. I want to talk about it. But then I'm like, there's really no watches in there. <laughs> worth mentioning there's a clock on the wall it's like, it's like porno <laughs> <laughs> hey it's <laughs> destroyer six he's wearing a casio <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh I, I such I, a good watch in that I've movie seen, I've, I've, I've seen that watch the dialogue isn't great though <laughs> yeah, yeah i think they got nominated uh For i what? have uh, like i would love to talk about like video. braveheart but they didn't wear watches at that time for well, some reason i think that was true. a is it in the gladiator that uh, someone was wearing a watch at some point a gladiator it's a uh, french for gladiator when yeah, it was like in the original movie, were, the first were dial. Filming it. <laughs> in the, no, like in the original cut, there were someone like an extra with was a, a watch. Maybe. Yes, I don't know. It's I don't like know. there was a, an SUV at some point in Game of Thrones and like a, a, yeah, a, a, the wall. a, cap, a, a cup There's of a Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, there was also um, I, in the movie 300, some extras had like sneakers on. There's a Chrysler 300. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, I'm in the wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> Chrysler building, but uh, no, it was right. The the three hundred. There's like a whole bunch of extras. Why well, you're talking? You're a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, catch out. So, <laughs> so what did you? I don't even know what you picked because you never tell us. I, I told Dima before, but like you came late, so um, you'll so uh, three, three movies. movies. What, was your, what was your approach? <laughs> so better, better late than before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> better than before. <laughs> I have three movies that I liked. That was my approach. I was like, movie okay. that I, I loved. And watch. you try to dig what watch was born in that movie? Yes. Which so one I of them is Aladdin, the second one? <laughs> I have The Transporter with Jason Statham. The Panerai. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I knew that, yeah. Um, I have Nightcrawler with... Uh, he's a... J.K. Gyllenhaal? Yeah, Braidling. Yeah. And Deadpool. Deadpool. Uh, Which watch is Hamilton for sure. Deadpool? No, is it? Like, oh, no, he's Cassie, yeah. well, I'll talk no, about no, it later. It's like a Mickey no, no, Mouse. No, no. Kind of like, like a, a ridiculous. Little, he's wearing Mouse. like a little pony pink. Oh watch, yeah, maybe I that's think. it. My little pony. It was like a ridiculous toy like, watch. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say like a Mickey Mouse Cassie or something like that. No, no. we'll talk about those after. Yes, okay. Yes, yes, yes. No, I didn't. I went with both. I went with everything awesome. <laughs> and like, I really love my picks. picks. I love the movies and I love the watches. Okay, interesting. I mean, I also picked the movies that I like, but the watches are pretty cool too. I think. Let's. You want to share the the. Let's start it off with you. Yeah, but maybe you know because I'm gonna be a good host because he's. Ter- awfully uh, terrible. Let's yes. start with a wrist check. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'd be like good if we did that. No, I wasn't even no. aware that he was host, here today. If only we had a host who could actually... No, 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 no. I'm not doing host job. Who actually can host? Yeah. So who can live up to the title? So Dimo, why don't you tell us what you're wearing today? So um, I already posted this on Instagram. So all of our four listeners, guys, go check it out. You won't regret it. Uh, I uh, I changed. I, what are we we already talked about it. We purchased a bunch of NATO straps from CWC. Shout out to CWC Cabot Watch Company. 
Uh, I switched it recently. I bought an olive green uh, NATO strap. I put it in my Seiko SPB143. Man, it looks good. I mean, to be honest, that watch looks awesome with every any strap. Well, there, there, there's one for you, uh, Harry, from 12 Noon Watches, picking this about uh, building his new to the collection. But see, that's a nice watch as well. You should consider the SPB143. Oh, SPB, but I'm going to answer you SPB in a little bit. SPB is a there. fantastic, fantastic you. watch. I'm going to answer you on that one, yeah. Um, what are you wearing, Carl? My Rolly. That's what the youth say. The cool right? guys call it. No, yeah. no, one, no one calls it that. I've never called it that. Rolly, Rolly. I said the youth. So that's why you didn't call the it that. <laughs> the youth. The youth. Are you Joe Pesci? <laughs> <laughs> so my Rolex, the Air King. Uh, the Air King. Air King. Three H's, one A. I don't ever remember the reference. What's nine five version? six two? It's one five nine seven. One one six nine zero zero. You see, that's what she said. Yes. And I've talked about that watch a lot. Um, still one of, if not the favorite watch of my collection. Uh, last week was the state of my collection. Wait, so it's not the, the Pelagos that's uh, your favorite watch anymore? So one of, like right now the, the, the top three is the Rolex, the Tudor Pelagos, and the uh, Call of Booker, right? Those are my like trifecta of favorite watches. Good. Okay. So uh, yeah, it's on Instagram somewhere, I think, maybe. Mm-hmm. If not, I'll need to do some reels with it because now Instagram, it's not video, uh, it's not pictures anymore, it's... Well, reels are yeah. pushing forward. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So as announced two weeks ago, uh, the algorithm now is going to push videos. That? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, interesting. I've been doing videos because I find it easier to take a good picture. I'm like, Nee-e-e-e-e. Yeah. Well, it's good. Like technically, by doing that, you're better on the algorithm with um, Instagram. So um, yeah, I'll do a video or something. I'll try to find a, yeah. a matching song. <laughs> Make sure there's a cool background. Like an exposed... Uh, <laughs> the junk <laughs> junkyard. A junkyard, right. junk, junk, just my junk. Yeah, just exposed. <laughs> like, what just is take th- a picture at home, same thing. Home. Is <laughs> your camera out of the shower? Did you, why'd you have to do it in your bathroom? It's like, wow, why, why, lighting. Why are you in the toilet? Are you pooping? <laughs> like, you could you have waited? No, it's because your shorts are like two inches above your knee now. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's disturbed you, eh? It's just weird. Those those shorts are very tight. <laughs> oh, I regret that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Kevin, what are you wearing this week? I am wearing uh, my Seiko Pogue, 6139. So, the Pogue, so the yellow dial. And uh, great. Is, is the bracelet new? Are no. you wearing it on NATO normally? Or? Oh, no, no. Yeah, I put it on a leather strap. Oh, okay. I put it back on the original bracelet, the H-Link. Oh, it's a cool bracelet. That's good. That's an original Seiko? Yes. Tapers too, eh? Quite a bit. Yeah. It looks pretty aggressively tapered. No, it's vintage, right? So everything kind of tapers, right? Right. But it's a really good condition yeah. version of it. The dial is really great. Uh, I got it serviced. So still affordable if you can find one online. <laughs> got to be careful. Ask them to show you the movement. You want to make sure that nothing's frank and watched in this one. But it's um, really good um, value proposition for an automatic chronograph that's very niche because it's not the... It's popular, but not like with Frederick. everyone. Just Frederick. with people who actually like uh, watches and so gold. It's <laughs> well, not gold. gold. It's just like a yellow, a honey dial, right? But so much so that if you saw Seiko released in their five, um, the Seiko Five KX, there, they released a limited edition version of this Pogue as a diver. Okay. So I, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but it really goes for the the Pogue uh, yeah. fans so out there. So w- if if someone is looking to buy one, an original Pogue, they go for what? Two G's? Oh no, no. Well, I bought this one. I think it was like thirteen hundred bucks. It's not too too bad. 
it's not too expensive, right? But you gotta you gotta search. I think they've gone up. I think they've gone up. So I think you probably get one under two thousand. You get okay. a really good. Qual- and, sorry, under two thousand, you get a very good quality one, mm. like very good shape. You know, like something yeah. like it's really yeah yeah yeah. Like my collar Parker is in pretty okay condition, beside like the crown and the ends. Right. And it was two thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Cool. So, so that's what let, that. let's jump into subject. How many picks do you have, Kevin? I have uh, four movies, so four watches. Four? Dude, four, also. Four? Yeah. I, di- I didn't want to say one thing, just because you had mentioned it, as long Dimitri, as it's one. and just I was shopping. One. So this is, this is good for everyone. Anyone out there, we're fans of CWC, and CWC is celebrating this year its 49th year, which means that next year... It's 50? 50. Is gonna, yeah, so it's, I'm sure it's going to be fucking incredible what they're going to release. I'm, I, I'm well, hoping. Well, the Valjulim edition is already pretty insane. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, right. so it's just going to keep coming next year. They're going to come out with some really fun releases. The Valjou right? chronographs, right? You're talking about the yeah, the, the old new stock, the yeah. new old stock that they yeah. just miraculously found. Yeah, yeah. hundred units of movement in cases. In perfect condition, right? Brand new. Yeah, yeah, and like they probably, uh, they probably found their watches again that got stolen off the truck. Right? No, they were divers. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, interesting, so. interesting, interesting. So that should be fun. Oh, yeah. really, and I'm also still waiting on Jaja Lecoud because I think this year they flopped. So I'm still waiting. They fucked up with the reversal terribly. That the one that cost like a is there ninety? It was the ne- it's an, it's an anniversary year, and they only came out with like nine examples at a million dollars. That like crazy tourbillon. Well, they've uh, renewed their master control collection. No, no, no. It's the reversals anniversary. Oh, reversals. So, anniversary. so I'm waiting okay, for yeah. like I'm like guys, like you gotta do, do something right, or yeah. just do an up, do something new. It's, anyway, I, I'm not I'm not very happy. <laughs> Make with it them. reverse it the other way. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> That's a reverse. <laughs> Let's flip it and reverse it like the Missy Elliott song. There we go. All right. So Who's starting? How many uh, do you have? You have three picks? Three. Okay. How many do you have? Four. Okay, I have four. We said four. That's the worst part. No, we said four. Well, no, we didn't Did we say, say four? I don't we know. always over-prepare, though. You guys, yes, and I always under-prepared. We, so. we compensated <laughs> for his. <laughs> and that's perfect. Okay. <laughs> we'll okay can you want to start? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting with a great movie. <laughs> Did you pick any bad movie? Uh, well, the second Would you one maybe. No, but I mean, like, the second one maybe considered bad to some, but I think it's great. So we're gonna start Jack with a two. movie called OSS 117. Oh, yeah. So that is a a um, it's Rio ne répond plus. So the new this one is, is coming out. Uh, with, this is a movie that stars Jean Dujardin. People may know him. He won an Academy Award for a movie in I don't know when, but called The Artist, which was entirely black and white and silent. So he's kind of like this circus. I think his background was in the circus. He used to be in the circus as a clown, literally. Or a mime. Or a mime. No, but he's very expressive. He's French, right? So Yeah, his friend, his <laughs> face is incredibly expressive. He's incredible. Like he can, he acts a lot without even saying anything, right? So, he's very charismatic, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So this is absurdly fun action, more po- politically incorrect humor. Fa- if you're a fan of 60s spy film, this is what you want to watch. Essentially, it's a spy spoof specifically for James Bond, but with a better wristwatch than James Bond in this movie. So Hubert Bonisseur de la Batte, which is his, <laughs> which is his uh, name in the movie, Hubert, <laughs> also known as OSS Sunset, it's 007, it's OSS 117. He's a French spy um, and he's considered to be the best. So the year 67, he's been sent on a mission to Rio to find a former high-ranking Nazi that went into exile in South America after the war. So during his investigation, it takes him across Brazil, from Rio to Brasilia and to the um, Iguazu Falls. He gets. He's accompanied by a charming agent, a Mossad agent, who's also looking for the Nazi. Uh, so the man is charming, and so is the young woman. So 
it's also it's set to the strains of bossa nova uh, you know, think of it, really very Brazil. Their tale is turned um, to adventure. It's an adventure. There's a love story. Anyway, it's 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 a really wonderful movie. In it, Hubert, Hubert the OSS Zan said, he's wearing clothes that's actually inspired by Paul Newman's Luz Harper in the movie Harper. And then there, it's so ridiculous. Like there's actually, a, a, um, they actually speak at one point where when they're catching him, the guy goes, hath a Nazi, hath not a Nazi eyes <laughs> or hath not a Nazi hands? If you prick us, do we not bleed? <laughs> so it's a parody to Shakespeare's yeah. Shylock in The Merchant of Venice. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the, in, uh, in that movie, the, um, the scene with the uh, agent from the CIA in the car. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's ridiculous. It's one of the best uh, in that. The like Zubair, you son of a <laughs> 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 so anyway what Hubert is wearing which is so much better than James Bond you won't believe it's a Jagel Lecoutre Master Ultra Thin Power Reserve so what are you looking at here you're looking wait which James Bond though all of them <laughs> Sean Connery <laughs> better or, than or, or, or Pierce Brosnan James yeah, Bond well definitely better than Pierce Brosnan I like the Omega but this not what you said in the last podcast when I wasn't around about what you said you don't like Omega <laughs> That what uh, you said you didn't like Omega in the last no podcast. no no that I don't that like was it. revealing yes it says a lot about our friendship but did you listen to it's what all I said lies did you all, did you listen to what I said I actually said no, I, I don't like I, I don't so like offended. Omega as much as people like Omega that's mm. what I had said and you're not people no that no but it's like it's such a fan but I'm like I'm not you know that the offering is not that um, well to me it's not there's certain pieces that are great and believe it or not they're expensive they're speedmasters yeah but when I look expensive. at their divers now. I'm like, I'm, nice, I like him, expensive. but they're seven grand. The, like, the 300 yeah. series, the one that I like, the vintage looking one is 8,500. And we're comparing it That's to Tudor and I'm like, well, they're making full ceramic watches at the same price <laughs> yeah. and meta certified movement. Anyway, so this watch, you're looking ultra clean lines, the master ultra thin Reserve du Marché, you're looking at eight years of warranty, 39 millimeter case. You have um, 9.9 millimeter stick. You have power reserve, you have the date and you have a small seconds. Perfect lines, perfect watch, and also perfect pick of a watch for Hubert and Oasis on set. I suggest you watch the new one that's coming out. I suggest you watch them all. It's uh, really great. And I think we're going to watch it next weekend, right? That's our plan. Yes. Not, it, when, when, not this weekend when you guys are here, but like when it comes out. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking that. forward to it. All right. So that was my first pick. Who goes next, Dimitri? I'll go next. Uh, first movie I'm going to talk about is American Psycho. Ooh. It's like very... Back. It's funny, uh, uh, very how, fitting. How much I'm a fan! It's like when you're naming the movies, like I already know the watches because I'm like, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> it's great. And, and, and as, as much as I've picked, uh, I kind of went for like the movie that I want to talk more, and then the watch. This one, I was like, I kind of wanted to talk about the movie a little bit, but then the watch itself is probably one of my favorite watches. And I think there's a, the watch, the watch in question, the watch that Patrick Bateman, the main character in the movie American Psycho, was wearing, is a is a, a Rolex Datejust. It's like the Maybe the second most famous watch in the world. It's the highest sold watch <laughs> like, on Chrono Twenty Four. Believe it or not, right? I I easily believe it because it's it's the, the the Rolex that's popular and also accessible. I was about to say it's <laughs> the one that's available. Yeah, yeah. So maybe not as popular as a sub, but it's available. Yeah, it's available. <laughs> it makes sense. And, and there's a lot of really interesting things about the watch. So the movie, basically, for for anybody who hasn't seen it, you should definitely see it. Not for everybody, but it's definitely worth watching at least once in your lifetime because it's so uh, it's a it's a heavy movie. Uh, it uh, basically based on a mo novel. The movie came out in 2000. It follows Christian Bale, who plays the guy called uh, Patrick Bateman, an investment banker, who is a sociopath and has a second life as a serial killer who preys on like prostitutes and 
kills homeless people and stuff. Uh, it's just very interesting because he's obsessed with materialistic aspects of life. Uh, you know, it starts off with them like sitting at the restaurant and he's they're exchanging different um, business exchanging cards. their business cards and like in the boardroom, the, yeah. the type of paper, the color of paper that they use, and they're all like obsessing with each other. Like, eh, who wants to like everybody wants to one up each other. I love his jealousy see through. He goes, oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. He's like the fucking guy. Jared Leto is in that movie. Jared Leto is in that movie, yeah. And uh, so the watch he's wearing in this movie is Rolex Dayjust. It's a two tone gold and steel Dayjust. Uh, the funny thing is that he also obsesses about that watch. Yeah. I think that watch, uh, I looked it up, is mentioned 26 times in the movie. Yeah. And he brings it up because it's like his prized possession. So what, uh, the Rolex Dayjust itself, it's a classic looking a submariner or submariner. So it's a classic looking Rolex that is is cased in this in the classic Rolex oyster case with a fluted bezel. It initially was released in 1945 and it was the first self-winding chronometer watch to indicate a date uh, on the dial. Uh, it's you know, interesting to see. Uh, the watch itself was released uh, to celebrate the company's 40th anniversary and featured a brand new bracelet which was called Jubilee. Yeah. Named like that because of the occasion. Mm. So it came out at the same time. And this is, to be honest, this is my favorite bracelet of all time, the Jubilee bracelet. Yeah. He wears it quite well. You know, interesting fact, I didn't know, you know Leonardo DiCaprio was supposed to be Patrick Bateman. He turned down the role. Oh, really? Yeah, it would have been interesting if he had been. Be I wonder. He could have done a good. Oh, yeah, he did well. He did yeah. play a lot of crazy people I mean, in different yeah. movies, right? In Inglourious Bastards, he played fantastically the psycho, right? He was at the end of the movie when he smashed the glass and like... You mean Django? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Django. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Django, yeah, Django. Yeah, there's Django, there's Shutter Island. He's crazy. There's he plays Wolf crazy. But Shutter Island, he plays a nicer guy, right? Yeah, yeah, but uh, Wolf Django of Wall Street is, really is kind of nuts. Uh, Aviator is kind of crazy as well. <laughs> Was a different crazy, different crazy, but it's always like, crazy. I, I'd rather be friends with Howard Hughes <laughs> than Patrick Bateman. No, but I mean, like Django, there's like, just different results. Django and Patrick Bateman is like, but, but they, they're all some type. Hey. All they're all crazy. Like I'm, I'm not crazy. They're no, crazy. Like that's Jan exactly what a crazy person <laughs> would say. Django and uh, Django, uh, DiCaprio and and uh, and Patrick Bateman are like. Jack Nicholson shining crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the crazy that will murder you. <laughs> so that movie is, uh, that's it. Uh, they just uh, comes out, like it's released today. Sorry, it's it's made nowadays. It comes up uh, in three sizes, 31, 36, and 41 millimeter cases. You, you still can get the Jubilee with it, right? Uh, no, they just is a watch you can get. You can go and with say, the, with I want Jubilee? a Rolex. They just, I want the Oyster. I want the Jubilee. I want the... Um, I want the flute bezel. I don't want the flute bezel. And you can get it. And you get the Wimbledon version or in the not. So it has the Roman numerals yep. as indices. Mm. Uh, you can get any kind of variation. They've also released a bunch of new dial colors yeah. this year. And the tropical thing with yeah, the palm yeah, trees. Yeah, and yeah exactly. Yeah, it's pretty much the perfect... Uh, and somewhere somewhere on the internet, you can find the one that's with the dominoes. It, it makes the case, still be, make it, a, makes the a case with the 100 meter water resistance screw down crown to be... It could be a, a one watch collection. Yeah, I agree. It, it's, Is it a collection if it's only one watch? Sure. Well, yeah, of course. But uh, so the one, the other thing uh, you guys mentioned again, uh, I've missed the last two episodes and I've listened to them. So I'm going to, I've prepared some responses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. While we took notes, it's like, okay. God so damn. to that point, were my, were my picks for you bad? 
the ones I'm like, he would like these two picks for their watch releases. Like I uh, pick, no, I pick they're the, good. The Grand Seiko, the Grand Seiko, obviously that for was sure, right? fantastic. It's okay. very expensive though. Like if yeah. it was five K, seven K, it would have been different. Eleven K is, it's it's perfect. Because yeah. remember how I how much I like the Elegance collection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this one is the one that came out with spring drive. No power reserve. The other one did Indicator. not have the spring drive. Yeah, this one has a spring drive. And because that's if you get a Grand Seiko, you have to get a spring drive. What right? about that's how I see it? And the Mido, you really like the Mido. I like Mido, yeah. yeah I'm not obsessing about it, but I like no, Mido. No, yeah. no, I thought they were good. I, I like the Mido, not the Ocean Ocean Star tribute. I like more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm well. I mean, you already mentioned, but I'm. I was kind of surprised that you didn't mention the um, the IWC. Oh yeah, yeah. That came sure. out the this year. That, that one is just. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, S- sorry, and I'm gonna uh, kind of t- take a little tangent. The new Laco. Yeah. The, the new Laco pilot. I sent you, huh? It is. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm seriously like having a hard time resisting pressing at to cart. Like yeah. it's, I'm like, oh my god. I'm I'm looking at it from different now. Dude, it's ten point seven yeah. millimeters. It's, like it's a perfect dress pilot. Forty two comes from the perfect brand to do it. It has a perfect dial. Nice. It's minimalist, start. but not too minimalist. Yeah. Like it has the words made in dressier. Germany. Right. It doesn't say because the regular pilot has nothing. Right. Yeah, yeah. This one at least like has like the standard. No, the case is a little bit more shy. It's more polished as the opposed to the open case bra- back yeah, with yeah. like a nice movement. I'm like fuck. That's a it perfect. Is, yeah. Ugh. I, uh, perfect, I, perfect, uh, I gotta I, I, I might well it I makes might. it it makes a case like, it's like I, it makes it look like an IWC this one but but they, but they can because they are the original five it makes the case though can you give me um, and I'll, I'll, I'll say my Oris big big crown is a pilot's watch uh, from originally from the 60s but other than that Laco or maybe my Oris at around 2,000 bucks can you name me some really great pilot's watches it's tough. Like it's it's really tough. I this find this one is perfect. And, and sorry, I forgot to mention the watch in question is called Laco Ulm. Yeah. U L M. Yeah, Ulm. Uh, it's about thirteen hundred US dollars. Yeah. I said that to you guys. I was like, love this. Yeah, I yeah, I love <laughs> love, it. love that. It. There's like, not oh, that many Lord. pilot watches at that price range, just because it's yeah. there's not many customers. For Small seconds. Oh man. You know that elegant, that well made because Laco has like the the the. Um, uh, Paderborn, they had like the, the the original ones that are very expensive. This is love at first first sight. A very this very, might be one of those where I'm yeah. like, hey guys, uh, what are you wearing today? I'm like, oh, I'm wearing my Laco. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's a pr- and you know what I, I might, love I about it? it? It also comes from one of the original five brands. Oh yeah, Laco With has Venpe a fantastic and Langenzun and IWC and Laco and the other one was who am I missing? Who's the other five? IWC, Laco, Langenzun, Venpe. Uh, Venpe, yeah. I said that, yeah. IWC, Laco, Venpe, Stova. Stova, that's yeah. it. So Stova has one, but the only thing I don't like about their... their the chunky. Yeah, and it's also a little small, some of them. They're, I don't think they're... Tell divers, it. Tell it. Damn it. They're small and chunky? They're thick a little bit. <laughs> it's a cylinder. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get my promotion, I'm going to get this. But the Flieger, yeah, Stova yeah. Fliegers as well are really nice. I, I thought when you get your promotion, you get a, give us watches. Oh, they have this the Flieger Classic Spa for uh, no. 1,300 euros, <laughs> 43 millimeter from you? Stova. <laughs> I just don't like the dial as much as the Laco. Laco is, that Laco, honestly, jackpot. I, I'm, I, 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 I need Big to, pot. I, I must have it. Because I, I, I love IWC. This is the IWC version for a lot less money. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. The, just one more thing I finished before you pass it on yeah, to yeah, you no about Digest. Digest is the reason why I brought up the previous podcast is because uh, the love of watches, how it grew on us, and because you, when you were talking about your yep. collection, um, how certain watches yeah, completely went 180 on different certain watches. One of those perfect examples was first, it was the IW, uh, it was the Reverso. 
uh, he showed it to me, and I was like, ah, he's like, oh, look at this watch, beautiful watch. I'm like, ah, okay, sure. <laughs> and it, it, did, it is a watch. <laughs> could not like it less at that point, right? Because like, I was into Bauhaus. Then at the, at some point, you know, gradually became a fan of watches, and it grew on me. And now I'm like, God damn, like I need to have a reversal in my collection at some point. Yeah. They just same exact. Uh, my friend Marco has um, a Digest that he's been wearing since graduation uh, for like 10 years. And I'm like, wow, this is an old person's watch, Yeah. right? And I always thought about it the same way until I started to get into watches. I'm like, God damn, I need to have a Digest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Don't want to have a gold one because he's has a full, full gold. That's amazing though. It's it gonna, is amazing. It's going to age so well. I know, I know. It depends on the style, like Patrick Bateman. Depends on your style. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Depends on what you wear it with. It's a great watch, yeah. <laughs> nice. If you wear it with a turtleneck and you put your watch over the sleeve... <laughs> Oh man, that is that is a killer. Okay, let's go. So my first pick. Wow, thank Hi, you, Carl. Kevin. Thank you. Uh, thank you for participating. <laughs> thank hey. you for being there for me. Go, Carl. <laughs> You're welcome. It's so, your turn. I know. So my first pick is uh, the movie Deadpool, the first movie, it's the best movie. You know, it's funny. I actually have said on a repeated occasion, you have a a weird crush. On Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Men Crush, 100%. Wait, who doesn't? Sorry. Uh, you, you don't? <laughs> I think I would say it's like 110%. I would say my crush is healthier than Carl's. Brad Pitt? <laughs> Ryan Gosling? Stop. The two Canadian Ryans? <laughs> <laughs> Richard Gere in the 80s? Brian Adams? <laughs> oh, my God. Tom Selleck? You don't that have mustache <laughs> will take you to the moon and back. <laughs> you don't have any Men Crush? I do, but no, no, but I say healthy. Oh, healthy. What's healthy for you? Not what he's... He, John Hamm. He likes a lot of uh, of Ryan Reynolds. Like, uh, I like his humor yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep All telling right, yourself right. that. Okay. Super sarcasm. That's him, yeah. It's only that. It's like, it's a one-trick pony, right? It's only <laughs> one-trick pony. Yeah. He's only doing the same thing. The, the monkey's out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Depends Pandora. what the trick the pony can do. Pandora. I mean, if there's a car trick, it's pretty great. <laughs> Pandora doesn't go back in the box. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Deadpool, the character is the, like, uh, fourth wall breaking um, mastodon in the comics and as well in the movies, right? In the movies, he talked to other characters in the movies as their actors and stuff like that, right? Uh, so... In the comics, oh, shit disturber. Yeah, in, in the comics, the watch he's wearing, even if they don't really own the rights, is an Hello Kitty watch. Oh, Hello Kitty! But uh, in the movies, it's not the same watch. In the movies, he's wearing an uh, Adventure Time cereal box watch. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, he gets it <laughs> a cereal box, right? Well, you don't see it in the movie, but it's like that level of like watch, right? And <laughs> the thing is because. That Deadpool has wore that in the movies. Now the like cosplay community is really looking for that watch, and now that's an expensive <laughs> watch. The thing is, it's that, like six dollars instead of none. <laughs> well, now it's uh, almost impossible to find, right? Uh, but it's a quartz movement. I don't know Shit, what. I know you get that. There's a homeless guy down at the bottom <laughs> of this building who's got the same motherfucking watch. <laughs> so quartz movement. Yeah, I don't I know. I sold it to him. Uh, so quartz movement, plastic case. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep going. <laughs> Rubber strap. I'm trying to contain myself here. And for the go- good old price I'm of taking notes, slow down. <laughs> for, the, for the good price of twenty dollars. Uh, what is yeah, that? Yeah. What is their water resistance rating? Water what? <laughs> Rizzy what? What you call it? Um, no, there's no so, water in this watch. To be uh, as on the uh, Amazon website uh, is a page for that watch. Uh, it said made for kids under ten years old uh, who enjoy cartoons. 
<laughs> well, if they don't do cartoons, <laughs> this is not the watch for you. Um, quick note, you cannot swap the battery. When it stops working, you change a watch. Because okay. the battery is more expensive than the watch. <laughs> Probably. Probably. But the thing is, now those watches go for hundreds of dollars on eBay because of that movie. No, it can't be. Never mind. I, I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just to take a quick note of that movie and that watch it makes no sense at all um, really really difficult to find that, that watch I was looking earlier didn't find any um, um, sales uh, for that watch or any posting uh, but multiple forums of like cosplay and people liking that comic and that movie are trying to find that watch and people are selling that, selling them in uh, cosplay events for a lot of money so <laughs> there's a community out there for any type of watch that was my point with uh, that watch and that movie Um, but yeah, like you can even do a collection with a plastic watch if you want to. So I couldn't find it. Yeah, I couldn't find it. And I'm ashamed that this is now my search history. (laughs) (laughs) I better not get any. I burn laptop. (laughs) Better not get any suggestions now because this shit. Mm. Um, but you can get a four pack of this crap for 18 bucks from (laughs) South Korea. Nice. 13 watchers. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) A four pack of this crap? Yeah. But why'd you say it was a hundred bucks? No, I said I just couldn't find it. But no, I'm no, sure there's some oh. community that go. This is the okay, one okay, who wore okay. in the movie. Yeah, yeah. No, like if you look online, you even find like um, people who sell those watches Global, as Alibaba. the Deadpool watch. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, so there's people who are dressing Skull up, right? Poo-poo. Cosplay, and they pay a premium. To have I'm not those familiar things. with this term. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that was just my first pick. A quick, uh, quick, uh, quick uh, plastic watch for. Uh, for okay, the well, I hope your next pick is going to be better. So yeah, I hope so too, because I think that uh, we're going downhill. Pretty, <laughs> we're going downhill yeah. from here. So Excellent I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with a movie that I liked, but I know a lot of people didn't. Well, I'm not thinking people would have liked it, but okay. So uh, the movie's called, and you can find it on Netflix, called "The Last Mercenary." Star, yes, it is a French Belgium movie. In this movie. Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> is the last mercenary. Like, like on, on guys her? in like the movie in that country, I'm guys in this movie, <laughs> he's described as elusive, like mist. <laughs> the most celebrated mercenary. The best scene in the movie is that the baddies are approaching him. The baddies, in this eh? yeah. The, 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 the are bad we, guys. Are, are we the, are we the, the baddies? <laughs> the baddies are approaching him, and they can't see him. But then the he's ca- like a cat. The camera zooms up, and he's th- he's on the ceiling <laughs> doing the splits. Oh, but yes. I think I think that's holding him up. And the greatest thing is that while he's doing this, his arms are crossed <laughs> <laughs> as he splits across the the the, the ceiling. So, so wham, wham, bam, Van Damme <laughs> still got the fun. It's because of that movie scene that they did the Volvo commercial. I'm, no, I'm Maybe. sure he did it. No, he's done it in no? other movies. Oh, yeah. and this is just a continuation it's a Van of his thing. Probably it's a Van Damme yeah. thing okay. to have his arms crossed doing this. That movie sounds like it has all the classical elements. It does has all oh, the classical. Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> yes. There's costumes. He wears wigs. Reference to cliches of Scarface. Yes, someone says they live in Say RVs. hello to my little friend. All the best of Van Damme. And of course, guys, you're welcome. Van Damme also dances in the movie. <laughs> oh man! Yes. Okay. Oh, so yes, that is okay. Does it dance well? What? Uh, ever? <laughs> in the preview, you can watch a trailer. And I saw the movie. It's like a Nintendo game where it says kick, punch, flip, jump, split, and dance. <laughs> what is your favorite Van Damme movie? Of Lionheart. Oh, wow, I was I fast. Also, you? I, yeah, yeah. Double, maybe uh, double. Uh, dub, I also like double, uh, not double dragon. What was the other one? When he's Alex and Chad, he's the twin. Uh, double, uh, double impact. Double impact. Fuck, that was great. 
He slicks his hair back. Time Cop. Time Cop is great. <laughs> yes. Universal Soldier also. Is Universal Soldier is great. And there's another one. But he Dolph plays Lundgren like a half robot. What's the, the older one? Uh, there's Hard Target. That's great. Hard Target is so good. <laughs> What's the one where he dances in the Asia? Yeah, Bloodsport. No. The, that's no? That's another one. When he gets like drunk and he dances in the... the yeah, he punches the snake. <laughs> the snake goes like this. He goes... Kickboxer or something. Kickboxer. Kickboxer. Yeah. So, so, so the thing is, you asked me what, what, what Van Claude Van Damme movie. Um, I think I was born and he was already an has-been. <laughs> yeah. So I know most of those movies because of memes, not because of he's the movie. Really. He's not a has-been. He's a, he's, he was, you know what? It was good. He was, he was, a, he le- he was left on top. Oh, man. I, he, he I grew embraced, up watching all of his thing. movies and I love. He embraced this thing. And he was a, he was a real, like, um, as a martial artist, he was, he was a kicker. His whole thing was about doing the splits and kicking, and like he was just like he was super fun to watch in movies, you know. But anyway, Cyborg, that's the one. Cyborg, also sudden death. When he, so anyway, play, he plays a goalie, <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins, in the movie for like for no reason. He's got to go stop. The, he's not a goalie. I think his son's at the game, and there's a bomb at the game. I and thought he, he was uh, wearing the goalie. Uh, no, no, he get he puts it on at one point. Yeah, yeah. Get in there. No, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. But he had to like he had to wear disguise the, himself. The outfit, yeah. So anyway, in the movie, he's wearing a Bell and Ross BR zero one ninety four carbon fiber carbon fiber case dial and strap, ultra lightweight, extremely tough. You're looking at well, watch limited to five hundred pieces. Screw and crown forty six millimeters in diameter, so it's a big watch, but a fiber uh, carbon case, so it must not weigh too too much. Anti reflective sapphire, hundred meters of water resistance, very. Very, you know, what fitting for the Van last Damme. mercenary yeah. or, or Van Dam or Van Dam. <laughs> Which time era is the last mercenary? Because I'm always thinking like mercenary of Venice. It's now. It's now. Oh, it's like yeah. nowadays. It's, nowadays, right? it's nowadays, not yeah. like yeah. yeah. Okay. And then there's like uh, yeah, it's really ridiculous. So, so yeah, I think it was fun. Some people be like, ugh, but you gotta like Van Dam if you. If but you, you also like have it. to have a right approach. He's wearing a wig like a girl's. You wig have to have like a proper like proper expectations when you go uh, watch yeah. a Van Damme movie. Like, like Adam don't Sandler. expect to watch like an Oscar nominee. Absolutely, it's, no, it's stupid. Fun. Fun, Adam right? Sandler, yeah, it's like watching Zolander. You know exactly. Well, Zolander is yeah. actually amazing. It's like I love uh, Batman Forever. With uh, oh, wow, that's terrible. Oh, it's the funniest movie. It's nonsense. It's stupid. I'm Mr. Freeze. But like, with the, Why don't you cool off? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any Arnold movies today? No, uh, not this time, eh? No, uh, not on my side. I, no. I was going to talk about uh, uh, True Lies. True Lies. <laughs> True Lies. But I will say one You're thing. You're fired. I, I have to say one thing because you, men- you mentioned this is all the right... You know, f- the, all the right stuff of a Nick Cage movie, right? All the classic elements. Listen, I'm watching... We get fed. <laughs> free. They're filming us. We have we live in RVs. <laughs> no, but I gotta say I gotta say this. We hydrate. I, I, I was like, this guy can't be serious. So I'm watching, I'm watching the state of a collection of someone on YouTube. So shout out to Peter Costa is his name. This guy literally no no it wasn't Peter Costa it was someone else. But he starts going. He has this watch that's like kind of interesting, kind of like this G-Shock those thing. He goes and he's being serious. He goes, this watch is one of my more flamboyant watches. And he goes, I don't know if I could if anyone could wear it. I mean, maybe if you're Nicolas Cage. Or like wearing like leopard print shirts, maybe you could. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> this guy was totally being serious. He goes, "Maybe if you are Nick, Nick Cage." Cage. <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" Oh and man, maybe, insane. Yeah. Great. Anyway, that was my second pick, Dima. Good pick. Uh, I'm gonna talk about the movie that has the following soundtrack. Indiana Jones. Jaws. Robocop. So the movie is Jurassic Park. With Chris Pratt. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> this is the one no, that I... No, it wasn't I, Jurassic Park. That was Jurassic World. 
Yes. I don't even think it's the same I, I, name. No, yeah, it's not the same joking. Name. Oh my god, it's like a terrible joke. Oh, terrible over joke. your head. Okay. God, anyway, go, go on. Can we just cut out? Can we just get our like the five seconds of our life back somehow? No. Oh man, too bad. They're mine now. So, Jurassic Park. I honestly grew up watching those movies, like Jurassic Park, then Lost World. Jurassic Park 3 was eh, but the first two I've, I've watched like a I didn't times. know they made a third one. <laughs> well, yeah, before they started making the the Fallen Kingdom, the Jurassic Worlds. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like the first, the original was, ones, I thought good. it was only two. <laughs> Sam Neill, Dr. Grant was in the third one. He again. Would, it, would, it was so realistic that I think Spielberg took a picture of himself next to the dinosaur and people were like outraged, it's, like he's a hunter and you're like... it's. Yeah, it's one of the few movies where CGI ages really well. If you remember, like the scene when T Rex shows up for the first time, yeah. that was a fully animatronic T Rex, and it was so well done. You look at this today, I'm like, like fuck, it looks like, wonderful. CGI yeah. looks wonderful. Like you know, there are a lot of examples of old movies with CGI that doesn't really age very well. That's right, yeah. This one is not the one. Like they look proper, real yeah. fucking dinosaurs. I think that because they're animatronic, they even look better than the CGI today because I agree. it's... Uh, so, who's running they, that watch? Is it Jeff Goldblum? Like, 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 <laughs> uh, uh, Richard Attenborough said, David, uh, Richard Attenborough said, we spared no expense <laughs> making this movie uh, and also creating the dinosaurs. So, the, the watch that I was going to talk about actually it's a classic watch and I think it's worth mentioning. I don't think we ever talked about it. It's one of the, it's a God tier, like uh, Nico would say from uh, Pride and Opinion. Uh, it's the Casio Databank, the Dennis Nudry, aka Newman, yeah, uh, who goes by the name Wayne Knight, real <laughs> life, uh, was no, wearing. It's Newman, it's Newman. And yeah, it's Newman. So this guy basically was the the, the IT guy, the He's security the guy, who, the one who stole the embryos in the movie and fucked everything up, shut down the electricity, and tried to escape and got killed by the the, the, the saliva spitting the <laughs> spitting dinosaur. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Uh, that was him. He was wearing a classic like a Casio databank from obviously the 90s. Uh, the watch itself, the Casio databank, was released initially in 1983 and was one of the first digital watches that allowed to store information. It was only preceded by Pulsar that allowed a similar functionality mm -hmm. a year prior. Uh, you know, over the years, there are very many different iterations of this watch, right? Like I'm sure you've all seen it. It's a watch that has a digital dial and it has a huge... Uh, uh, a, a lot of buttons at the bottom, kind of like a calculator. So I think people uh, confuse it and occasionally call it the Casio calculator instead of Casio data bank. Mm -hmm. But it's not just a calculator. Calculator is obviously one of the features, but uh, let's say some of the features over the years of the iterations of this watch include stuff like schedule, world time, uh, phone dialer. Uh, they have the, and actually those were the things that we, they were first to introduce into watches. Uh, electroluminescent backlight, radium keypad, a touch screen actually at some point, voice recording capabilities, and the atomic time reception, and uh, also just the regular data storage uh, capabilities. So you can write people's phone numbers. Like it's it's cool for the time, for considering that this was never an expensive watch, released initially in the eighties. Man, this was like this was like an equivalent of a modern day on, like an iWatch, right? Yeah, pretty much at that time. This that, was like the ultra, the ultimate like digital, every everywhere everything watch, right? You can record notes and stuff yeah but when that thing came out was it like as the same perception we have today as like the super nerdy who owned those watches probably because the, the the thing i mean i get this is my own perception but at that point because internet wasn't around yet that watch wasn't connected to anything it's kind of like having a notepad right and just carrying your pocket like it's whatever yeah but it wasn't like 
I'm guessing that when they introduced that watch, like in the marketing, it was like business people, right, wearing suits. <laughs> I don't know. Wall Street and people who bought it were nerds and people I when I was a kid, parks. When I was a kid, a lot of my high school friends uh, had the, those Casios. Yeah, and your high school friends were, were not like, businessmen walking on Wall Street. No, but that's <laughs> what I mean. Like that's that kind of negates your uh, idea. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa! You don't know where he's from. <laughs> not Wall Street. Don't fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> the businessman country. <laughs> so excellent watch. I think it's honestly inexpensive and it's worthy uh, having in anyone's collection because that's a classic Casio. It's I think to me it's the same level as the the terrorist F91 watch and uh <laughs> and the G-Shock obviously, right? I like that that's his name now, the terrorist watch. Yeah, well now now I can't wear mine anymore cuz I <laughs> ISIS. I get stopped at every corner. Uh yeah, that's it my second pick, Jurassic Park, man. One of my favorite movies of all time. Nice. Uh, and the first one. The first one. Yeah. <laughs> Carl? Yeah, so second pick. Um, earlier before the podcast, I just said the, the name of the movie and Kevin was like, that's this watch. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do the right. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, no surprise. Uh, so the transporter with Jason Statham uh, out in 2002. He's playing. It's a movie about Canada Post. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a documentary. Sucks. <laughs> so slow. Um, so he's playing Frank Martin in that movie. Is in description is the Frank <laughs> Martin. <laughs> Frank it's Martin. It's like made up. <laughs> I mean, it's a movie. Yeah. Pretty much all of it is made up. Oh yes, everything's made up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has any purpose. Everybody's gonna die. <laughs> Everything is made up. Everything's made up. So flush the toilet. <laughs> Mic drop. Next podcast. <laughs> we should start uh, end all of our podcasts like this. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is made up. Um, so Frank Nothing Martin matters. <laughs> Everybody's gonna die. <laughs> is, an, is an ex military hard man who uh, puts his special uh, forces skills to. Um, to use as a professional driver for hire. Uh, he's willing to transport anything, no questions asked, and operate under strict rules. Those rules, if you remember the movie, were uh, never change the deal, no names, never open the package, uh, never make a promise that you can ke- keep. There's a trend in your movies. Uh, it's, there's always a strong, muscular uh, <laughs> male lead. <laughs> yes, and in yours it wasn't? Dinosaurs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but like, whoop, there's um, there's Jeff Goldblum in that movie. That's um, and uh, Alan. He's handsome, handsome. Alan Grant. <laughs> yeah. Sam Neill. Yeah. Anyway, so um, in that movie, everything goes south when uh, he break one of his rule uh, as never opened the package because he was transporting a person. So um, fun ensue. Uh, explosion happens. Uh, just as I'm kicking people in the face. Things like this. I know uh, Dimo was telling earlier that was one of his favorite scenes in that movie is when someone looked through uh, like a people in the door and he just kicked the door in their face. Um, those are nice action scenes. I think it's like the one with the glory hole. So oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's not... Oh, yeah. It's, not the, it's a it's different kind of a transporter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's trans- transporter. Transports uh, foods. <laughs> so in that movie, and uh, in multiple scenes, you can see um, Jason said I'm wearing a Panerai. Panerai. The uh, Luminor, it's the PAM 074. Yep. So, so it's a chrono um, Luminor. Uh, at 40 millimeters, it's not too big either. either. 40, eh? Yeah. Um, I, you can find that watch right now for ten to $11,000 Canadian, Chrono 24. Uh, so it still goes to um, to a decent price. Uh, it's still case, 
thickness is 15.5 millimeters sapphire crystal uh, the dial is black and uh, they come with um, crocodile uh, skin. Uh, fun thing during the, the whole movie, I don't know if it's Jason Statham who does his own stunt that decided that, but the watch is super loose. <laughs> like, he moves his arm and it like, goes like inches <laughs> on his forearm all the time. And there's even one scene in the first movie uh, when he gets um, arrested by a cop and like they put his hand behind him like really fast and his watch like slide detach and flew <laughs> <laughs> wait was it on a bracelet no it's alligator straps oh well okay interesting <laughs> so it, like in the movie the watch get like flown away across a room and like the next next scene he still has it <laughs> and you watch it probably um so yeah no that that uh, made me laugh interesting. Uh, that during that movie um and side note too I'm going to bring that back to cars. He's always driving big German cars. And the first one, he has like... Um, 7 Series, no? Yeah. So it's BMW 725i. 725i, yeah. And uh, the second movie doesn't really have a base car. It's an Audi, right? At some point? Uh... In the third movie, uh, it's an A8. And it's with a W12 engine in it. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty much the base engine for the Bugatti engine that uh, the Volkswagen yeah, group French using. company. Yes. Don't you ever forget. Yeah, never forget. You slipped up once and uh, <laughs> I'm just, I just wanted to remind you. Yeah, but um, I don't know, The Jason Tadam and uh, a smaller Panerai made, made sense. He's a tough dude. Tough dude need bigger watches. Um, Arnold was, is it Arnold? Who, who was the last, in, during the last um, movie episode we were talking about, I think was, no, it's um, it was a Seiko, right, with uh, Schwarzenegger? Yeah, yeah, the Arnie. Yeah, well, Sly Stallone was a uh, Panerai, the one that made so Panerai so, famous. But so does, so does uh, Schwarzenegger. He wears a lot of Panerais mm. as well, right? Mm. Yeah, and I think they're big guys. Big. It fits well on the wrist. They wear. Well. But I think yeah. it wore uh, Panerai and Expendables because Stallone was an Expendables also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were all in it. Yeah, they were wearing Panerais. <laughs> Who does action in? <laughs> uh, he, Jason Stallone was wearing. Do <laughs> you guys remember the the, the movie when Stallone uh, goes into a tunnel? Daylight. Daylight. Daybreak. He was wearing a Panerai. Daybreak. <laughs> Daybreak. The the deuce. It's the vampire. <laughs> uh, uh, he was wearing a Panerai, which is funny because I think in the movie he was just like like a regular policeman, right? They mm. didn't really fit because I think that yeah. point that was an expensive watch. Yeah, that movie was so ridiculous. <laughs> well, the statement played like two type of people. He's like the British guy driving German cars, kicking faces, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and kind of funny, but not really like uh, Guy Ritchie fun, funny. Well, nah, only his first movie before yeah. he hit the first transporter, <laughs> exactly. Right? Lock stock, you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, but even that's then, before the, the transporter. One. Snatch, he's the same thing. Yeah, plays that like. Blah, 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 but he that, he used to be an Olympic. Uh, he used to be an Olympic swimmer. Oh uh, well, he was uh, whatever that. Uh, yeah, he always plays the same jumping. guy though. Yeah. He was incredibly diver. athletic the whole time. Yeah, yeah. An Olympic diver. Yeah. But he's a, he's he's he plays the same guy. I know that's what I'm saying. But it's always like the British. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was saying. I'm a big fan of his. Also, Scott Adkins. Yeah, but because he's a he's a he's not an actor, yeah. he's a fighter. He's a but fighter. He plays yeah. in B movies, but, but they're like, just enjoyable. He's like Michael J. White. Yeah, yeah, they, have, they're just yeah. Uh, that one was when he's. Have you seen Avengement? Yeah, I did. I did. When he just goes to a bar and he's, he's talks everyone. about the story of how he was in prison and everybody tried to kill him and he would fight and fight and fight and fight and like develop calluses basically all over his body, <laughs> yeah. and then he just yeah, he killed everybody. I didn't like the I didn't think the fight scenes were as good as when he was in the in the uh, the prison boxing thing whatever. What are those called? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, undisputed. <laughs> yeah, fuck, he was good in those. The second one's about him, and he's he was so good in the first one as the villain. That the second one he plays the protagonist, right? But he's really a good martial artist. Oh yeah, my favorite is actually Russian. fight scene with him. He actually was a Universal Soldier. Yeah, yeah where yeah. Van Damme was at the end also. Yeah, and he was a guy who kind of like was a regular guy. Didn't know who he is, and then Andrei Arlovsky, a real UFC guy yeah. who's a huge heavyweight fighter, 
was kind of chasing them the whole movie. And at some point, they encounter they into, yeah. into like a sports expert. Sports expert is like a, it's like a sporting goods store. And he like he tries to fight Arlovsky back and keeps like getting punched in the face and falling. And then I guess something happens, something clicks, and he remembers that he's actually the universal soldier. <laughs> and then he just ass. destroys yeah. Andrei Arlovsky in like five moves. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Andrei Arlovsky, you know, he was actually a bodyguard to like the president of his country before he went into Europe. Oh, really? So, yeah. <laughs> like that's how intense he was. Yeah, Arlovsky's anyway, crazy. You don't want to fight one of those guys in the street. Anyone hey, you see... <laughs> We, we talked oh, about oh shit! Uh, this is what the death is like. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it like uh, before you are, before you came over. Like yeah. you see a guy with cauliflower ears, don't fight him. No, no, no. it doesn't matter. Even if he loses often, <laughs> cauliflower ears. Yeah. It's <laughs> years and years yeah. of training, exactly. of experience. <laughs> oh. You probably learn a few things too, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, next pick, Kevin. I'll learn how long it takes. My I get on my breath before I die. <laughs> <laughs> my next pick. Is is in your uh, vein, so you're gonna get Ryan an Reynolds? erection for this one, yeah. So the next movie, so is the hitman's bodyguard, wife's bodyguard. So after the year we've had, you know, that's the second one. Yeah, it just came out. Yeah, just Simon Hayek. No, I didn't uh, see it yet. Yeah, man, Samuel Jackson does not age. I've no, Cody. He stopped, stopped aging at like two in two thousand. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let me talk about. It. So after the year we've had, I feel like there was like a lull in movies. Like they they held out on giving us James Bond. They held out on giving us a Quiet Place till now. So I think 2021 was the right time to get us back on track. And I think that this was a new good, a new movie, a new fun movie that we needed to see. So what's no better spoilers. than having... What? No spoilers. No spoilers. What's better than having <laughs> no, Sam Jackson? Who, Sam Jackson. Who's impervious to aging, like Dima says. It's the aging like 45. <laughs> so I got the... How much would you pay to go to a movie, to pay for a movie ticket to hear him say, mother at least for like 20, 100 actually, minutes? At least 20 bucks. Yeah, you know? Yeah, so, I would do it. I really wish Motherf- if he, they should do like a remake of Kindergarten Cop, but with Sub Jackson. <laughs> Sit your ass down. <laughs> so I'd watch English that. English mother. But you pair you pair him you pair him with Ryan Reynolds, who clearly had movies on the backlog because this other free, free guy, guy movie yeah, is out. I want to see it too. Another action summer fun time movie now USA. <laughs> summer fun time. <laughs> summer fun three thousand. Yeah, summer summer fun time movie time in USA. Okay, High five more now. sarcastic, clever than he can be. Everything's super sarcastic. So they're building on the success of the first movie with more motherfuckers and Ryan Reynolds like being Ryan really Reynolds. being exactly. But then they add Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek. Huh? And the cool factor of Morgan Freeman. So buckle what? up for some He's fun. in it too? Yeah, he's in That's it. That's it. No spoilers. <laughs> and of course, Ryan Reynolds is wearing what I had listed actually as an attainable grail. So he is wearing an Omega Speedmaster Dark Side of the Moon. Comes in oh. with a whopping 44.25 millimeters. Big one. Though. However, it is a full ceramic case. Um, it is the most forward-thinking Omega I think you can find. It is what I would call a grail to myself. I would absolutely uh, buy this watch if I could. Um, I could. <laughs> But it's gonna cost me a divorce. <laughs> but <laughs> I could once. I could. But this is a really just a phenomenal. The, uh, it is the Speedmaster to get for me. For me, it's and it's personal taste. But I think it's because it's not like every other Speedmaster. It is a wonderful achievement. I think in watchmaking, the um, the 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 forward thinking that they put in to build this full black zirconium oxide ceramic dial. 18 karat white gold hands, two ceramic subdials, 
it's incredible watchmaking. It really is. And the price is expensive. It's like $15,000. Does it fit well, the character and the story? Does it like in the first one, he lose everything and like he's dark poor? And You know, I don't know if they think about it too far because I was watching... What was I watching? Uh, someone... It didn't match what he was wearing his watch. You know, he was wearing a... a Richard Mill. And well, he was kind homeless. Of, kind of. <laughs> I really liked the touch like when I was watching Invisible Man and, and Aldous Hodge was wearing a Corona Tokyo because he goes, yeah, a cop could afford this $2,000 watch. I was like, damn. And he went for a full like aficionado, you know, mm -hmm. real. So I think kind of goes that way. Uh, by the way, watch Margin Call. Did you watch Margin Call yet? I told you guys. No, not yet. No, Because no. it's about the stock market. You'll see Kevin Spacey's like in today. it. Yeah. But you'll <laughs> yeah, see I didn't the, watch it yet. <laughs> the, check out the wristwatches they wear. Because oh, yeah. they're all like bankers and shit, but it's like really beautiful. Kevin Spacey wears this amazing IWC. Oh, right. But, but so I, that movie must not, must can be new if Kevin Spacey's in it. <laughs> yeah, no, it can be new. No, no. 2011, the no. movie. Yeah, it's really, really excellent. But uh, I'll tell you one thing. Um, you're probably right. Yes, that probably is a flaw. Hmm. Like, it's okay. unless unless movie. because Sam Jackson's super rich right he's like this like quite famous yeah, yeah he's, he's the could, best criminal in the world so <laughs> he could probably you know crime that shit you know yeah and, oh. but it's funny like I'm watching this other one called The Mosquito Coast on Apple TV with uh, Justin Coast. Theroux yeah and it's it's quite good he, like he's a genius you see and he's taking his family away because the government's after him but it's really quite good you don't know why I'm not going to spoil either but he's wearing an Omega Speedmaster all the time but it's not actually a speed it doesn't look right Like they make it look like a Speedmaster, puts on this weird rubber strap. Anyway, sort of Speedmaster. Well, the the logo is not in the right place. Speedmaster. Okay, yeah. maybe it's a fake, but proper. Or I think so. That's what Speed. Was, uh, that's what I was reading. Ease. Of course, I looked it up, and that's what they were saying. It's a fake. Right. So it was a prop for that. But anyway, I agree. I don't think that it was the right watch mm. for him. But cool factor. Ryan Reynolds is no, a cool sure. dude. Fits perfectly. Dark Side of the Moon guys. Uh, attainable Grail definitely with the Blampei Fifty Fathoms. I think for Diver Chrono, it's right up there. Interesting. Yes. Next pick, uh, Dimitri. Uh, Dimitri is here. Uh, Dimitri. Dimitri is going to speak now. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my uh, uh, my next movie is uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wanted to one talk of about my that movie, movie because oh. it is one of my favorite movies also oh, of man. all time. It's insane. The director is Martin Scorsese and obviously he got his boy to play the main character. It's uh, DiCaprio. Mm. DiCaprio and Jonah Hill fucking steal this movie. They're so good. They're so good. And uh, this movie is about excess, kind of like American Psycho without the killing. Uh, it's just about crazy killing excess. Killing brain cells. A lot of about being you know, extremely materialistic. Uh, for anybody who hasn't seen it, it's fantastic. Like It follows a, a story of a real, real-life person who got super rich. Jordan uh, Belfort. Uh, Jordan Belfort during, uh, like, the, you know, at the beginning of, let's say, the craze of stock markets. Uh, I think it was uh, trading uh, uh, pink sheets, I think. Penny stocks. Penny stocks, yeah. Um. The movie is kind of showcasing how they the rise and fall of their success. Mm -hmm. uh, the watch that uh, DiCaprio wears in the movie, and obviously they have to wear something ridiculously flashy. He's wearing a gold Tiger Professional 1000. That watch it looks a lot like a sub, a lot like a sub, because this is an 80s watch, right? This watch, I'm showing the watch to the guys. The watch looks a lot like a Submariner. Yeah. Uh, gold case has to be like super flashy. Uh, one nice of the main reasons why he wears a tag instead of an actual Rolex he's the ambassador it's because he's an ambassador yeah, yeah, for a tag and I think it's probably part of the contract Can't and they have to else. find and they try to find something that resembles the most like a classic Rolex sub right uh, with the uh, rotating bezel uh, but the watch itself is quite interesting because um, 
Hoyer was quite famous in the 60s when they've released the Monaco. Jack. They killed it with Monaco, right? Yeah. But, you know, the, the course crisis was kicking in uh, in the 70s and, you know, they started losing their like uh, market share. Mm -hmm. But at some point, they pretty much weren't even making uh, watches at some point anymore. In, in, like in the mid-70s, uh, they were sustaining itself as a company largely uh, on the back of their stopwatch and timing instruments instead of actually wristwatches. And uh, Jack Hoyer in the 70s kind of, you know... I always forget that's a dude. <laughs> like Hoyer. <laughs> yeah. In the, in, so. Most watches are, though. Yeah. In the late 70s, Jack Hoyer kind of, you know, again, obviously there's a lot of people I'm pretty involved that did a bunch of analysis. They figured out, let's create a watch that would appeal to the masses, let's say, right? Again, in that upper uh, mm -hmm. class segment. And they've created a watch that was something that they taken after a Rolex. You, you wanted to make something that's a robust water-resistant, classy-looking, reliable, right, and expensive, let's say, not mm -hmm. as uh, a cheaper segment. And they created the Tagore uh, Professional. I don't, I, I don't always say it differently. I say Tagore, a Tagur. I'm not even sure. It's a Hoyer. I've said Hoyer, R sometimes. Hoyer, Tagore, yeah. Hoyer. Hoyer. Tagore Professional uh, 1000. So, and that watch became very popular. I think was specifically very popular in Japan. Um Movement was the automatic ETA 2872, 42 millimeter uh, case. I can't, I don't know exactly. I think it was a 200 or 300 meter water resistant, but it was very, very similar to a Saab at the time. Yeah. Uh, cool watch, but uh, but an even better movie for everyone. I highly recommend. If you've never seen this, this is some really another good one Scorsese, of one of the yeah. one of, another one of my favorite movies of all time. Really, some good Scorsese. I remember the preview came out. It was with Kanye West. It was the the song in the preview. It was that song, uh, Power? Ooh. No. Ooh. Power? <laughs> is that it's called Power? Yeah. <laughs> is it Power? Yes. There's a song called Black Skinhead. That's Black, no, it's not Black. Uh, yeah, it's Black Skinhead. Oh, yeah? It's oh. Black Skinhead. Yeah, that's that was that's an intense. Right. I know it was a Power. I know what Power yeah. is. is uh, it wasn't that song. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. and playing but in Jonah Hill. Sorry, Black Skinhead was also in, in, in Django. Right. Right. Is mm. it the same song? I don't know, but Black... Uh, I'll... I'll, we'll I'll, have to look it up in the trailer. Mm. Remember, they put the trailers. Yeah, like, no, coming I, back. I see what you mean. Maybe, but I also like and Jonah Hill. Like, Mitch took no McConaughey. money to be in that movie because he wanted to. Man, as soon as he found out, but he he honestly he no, made the cover. Scorsese, he made the cover. They stole this movie. Yeah, yeah. Jonah Hill was amazing. I would say equally as amazing as the cover. He's just they stole yeah. this movie. The uh, even McConaughey was there for a second, and he did the one thing that was like super memorable. With the it, oh, it, it, that's an improv as well. Like oh, in that scene when you see Leonardo looking at the at the right of the camera. Is looking at Scorsese like what am I doing? <laughs> that's the year that Dick McConaughey won the Oscar over DiCaprio for Dallas Buyers Club. That's right. Yeah, but that's he's, why he was he's very skinny. skinny yeah. Yeah. But he did this. He did a True Detective in the same year. Yeah, yeah, he was super was, skinny. And he, and then he won every Emmy after the Oscars <laughs> for True Detective, which was amazing that season. Another fan yeah. smokes so many cigarettes. Short tangent about McConaughey because I was listening to a podcast of his. I think it was on Joe Rogan or something. He was talking about that thing that he did to his body. Yeah, that movie goes. Because he was like a big, like, yeah, he was big, played like yeah, romantic yeah. comedies, big muscular guy, right? Lost all this weight, kind of recovered after, never to the same. He goes, I've never, I, I've lost, I never recovered my health 100%. Never went back to what I was. I, I'm healthy, but I'm not the same. Something's changed in my body that, it's, yeah. that I'm not that same person. I remember he used to it be- It was damaging. He, was he used to be mm -hmm. training with uh, Lance Armstrong. They used to be running shirtless on a beach and people were actually wondering if they were gay. Because <laughs> it was like, what, what's with these two dudes running always half naked on the beach? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that if you can, you can look that up. Uh, wow. Man. So, oh. um, nice, 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 uh, nice pick. Um, 
Wolf of Wall Street. Insane movie. Yeah, insane. I watched. I want to watch it again though. But you know, yeah. I think the yeah, and it's one of those you can't find. Like it's not on Netflix. It's not. It, on it was on Netflix. Yeah, they took it away, right? But um, I remember who said they go. We'd be careful because they go. Everyone's like, oh, it's so cool. He goes. Yeah, but you gotta be careful. It's glorifying a sociopath, right? It's like Balfour yeah. was not a good dude. Yeah, Balfour. No, he Balfour. Wasn't. Yeah, Balfour. but what's funny is uh, none of them were. Yeah, what's funny is uh, DiCaprio. There's a bunch of pictures when he was like super young, starting to be a like a star. Yeah, in parties of that Jordan oh, that Balfour guy? mention. Yeah. So like he was there in person when those things happened. Oh, right. cool. Very possible. So that's insane. Yeah, small world, huh? <laughs> um, it's round. Can't run away. So my last pick. <laughs> All right. It's a Jake uh Gallenhall. Gallenhall. Wahol. Gallenhall. Gaping hole. <laughs> Gaping hole. <laughs> That's important star Dave. <laughs> Jake Gaping Hole. <laughs> Welcome. Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Gallenhall. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> he's not. <laughs> So, the movie is a Nightcrawler. Um, it's not a Nightcrawler, just Nightcrawler. <laughs> it's a The Jaws. <laughs> I didn't say I actually, Honestly, all you had to say is Jake Gaping Hole in the movie <laughs> The Nightcrawler. That is a porno movie starring Jake Gaping Hole. <laughs> That's a rapist in the South Bronx. What the fuck? <laughs> okay oh god okay carl sorry <laughs> so the reason I, i picked that movie is first i really love that movie but i remember when i was watching it that the watch took a, a pretty a pretty important space um uh, in that film um it's in the first first scene um you you see uh the character lou i uh, played by jake gapping gaping hole <laughs> <laughs> McClough cabbage patch. <laughs> um, he's like in a, in a train yard, and there's a security guard is approaching him and asking him question what he's doing there, right? Uh, and with, while, during, I feel triggered <laughs> during that interaction. <laughs> during that interaction, you see Lou looking at the watch at the security guard multiple times, right? And the first thing he does, he pretty much like beat him up, pick his watch, and leave. So that's the intro of the movie, right? And after that, you see he's driving uh, his car, and while driving his car, you look at the watch multiple times, it's like he's admiring it, right? Right. Uh, but the watch is like so not for him. The security guard was bigger than him, so the watch is flopping uh, everywhere. Like it's, it's not chronomat, so- isn't it? Uh, yeah. So it's the a Breitling uh, chronomat. Yeah. yeah, that's what I figured. When when you when you see he's admiring his watch and he's sliding everywhere, the thing is the whole movie uh, is like narcissistic and wants material things. Uh, he still bikes, he still a bunch of things to buy his equipment, right? He, he try to film um, accidents and stuff for the news, and he sells everything. Still a bike, sells it to have like a CB to listen to the police uh, radio and stuff like that, uh, but never sell the watch. And it's a pretty expensive watch. If even he saw it and like stole it from someone, right? Right. Um, like right now you can find those watches for between $3,000 to $6,000 Canadian. In the whole movie, he keep that watch, buy a new car, everything, still stuff is, um, without spoiling everything, is really dangerous in his action to make money, yeah. uh, to buy new equipment. Uh, and the, that watch stays with him the whole movie. And when he's well-dressed, when he's all dirty, the watch is there. And The whole movie never take the time to go and remove some links. It's always there and like lift his hand and the watch go from his wrist to his elbow. (laughs) 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 So it's really, really, for me, it was really interesting. I remember watching a movie and looking online what what was the watch, right? Because for me, it took really an important place in like the character development as well. Right. 
Um, so those watch, um, the Calibrinate is the B13. Uh, they come in steel. There's different dial, dial colors in the movie. It's a white dial. Uh, they're quite big at 44 millimeters and 17 millimeters thick. So uh, it's it's quite a quite of a chunker. Um, and the log width is 22 millimeters. Uh, but I really recommend that movie. Uh, Jake Gaping Hall in it is really uh, really interesting. What's your deal? Like you don't like him? Is the why you have to call him that? <laughs> I I fucked up. Now I'm I'm leaning into it. You're owning you're, you're owning it. Now, I'm right? leaning into the Gaping Hall. <laughs> I like them in Source Code. He's, he's good. good. Yeah. He's good in everything. Like a nice watch in Source Code too. I like Jarhead. Yes, I Jarhead. think we saw it in the movies, like, but when it came out, yeah, that was great. Jarhead is a good movie as well. Very mentally fucked up. What's mm. he wearing in Source Code? The another watch? Jarhead is another movie with uh, Kanye West on in it. Jesus walks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were not bad. Uh, not bad. We know our watches and our mo- movies. There, yeah. Yeah, we know yeah. movies. That's for sure. So, um, yeah, that was the, the last pick. Was the that uh, that movie? Okay. That watch take a oh, huge space. In it. I saw this movie. It was very inter- interesting. It was very unusual, obviously, because he plays a very weird character. But th- but I think he played really well. Oh, yeah, that's really good. He, he was the development is insane. He like lost a lot of weight for that movie too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very interesting it's to good. see because I I don't think I've seen him to play like a serious role. Well, Jarhead was serious, but this one, he played like a deranged person, right? Yeah, but mm. Look at Donnie Darko. Look at Enemy. Oh, Donnie Darko is too young. Denis Villeneuve, Enemy. Mm. Oh, yeah, I've seen the Enemy with, nice. uh, with Melanie Laurent, right? Uh, the, mm. the girl from Inglourious Bastards. So, very, very good. Last pick for you. Again. Last pick for him and last pick for me. Oh, yeah, he's done. He did the South Power. He's the boxer. Oh, yeah, South Power. South Power is after, I think, Nightfall, yeah. right? Prisoners, where he does the... Which Hugh Jackman, with the he's the cop and the kids Huge are kidnapped. Hugh Jackman. That was really good, yeah. Zodiac. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah sure, sure. I saw Prisoner. Prisoner is good. <laughs> Profact not. <laughs> Actually, I haven't seen this one. Oh, I, I kind of want to watch, watch it. it. I know I should. Good. I want to watch it. I want to watch it. I the, only heard jokes about nah, that. I know. So. It's just uh, the gay cowboys. It's love. Their love is stronger. The one but is, it, was, it was released the one at the time, I really but it wasn't as accepted as today. I like so the one with... It was a con- like, not a controversial, but this was a brave movie to, to, to come out, I think, yeah. at the time. I like the one he did with um, Michael Pena. When they did End of Watch, their oh man, that movie was fantastic. That was, brutal, that was intense. Michael Pena was amazing in yeah, that yeah, too. Really yeah, really that, that's it. That was one of my favorite Jake Gyllenhaal yeah, movies. That actually, good. that was really good. End of Watch is fantastic. Yes. Yeah. All right. So my last pick is a movie that I saw and I uh, I like the watch and I like the movie. So Uncut Gems, movie by the Safties, Benny Safdie. I was so stressed watching this movie. Oh, it's nonstop. I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. You could do I, it. I, huh? I started watching. I was like, I can't, I'm too I anxious. Can't do I can't this do this, too, this too much. And and it just and I think it has to be my favorite movie role or my favorite role that Adam Sandler has done. Um, there's another movie called Good Time with Robin Patterson by the same uh, guys, the Safdie brothers, and Saf- Benny Safdie. I think he plays in Good Time with Robin Patterson. I would say watch that one first because that came out before Uncut Gems. He's probably wearing a Rolex, eh? In Uncut Gems? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, that's the point. He takes... So Adam Sandler, he takes his goofy high nature, his, his goofy nature, his high energy, but he transforms it into stress and awkwardness. Mm-hmm. His genius in this role is that as a viewer, you find him despicable. Like you're... But... And he's a terrible person, but you find yourself rooting for him. Like you go, fuck, I hope he gets out of this shit, right? And you hope that... But a part of you also hopes he gets what, what's coming to him. So spoiler alert is like he, he does find a way out of it. But because he's fucked everyone over, he gets what's coming to him without giving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all, the best, I think the best way is every time he has a choice. It's always the wrong one. Uh, uh, every time it's frustrating. It's like, yeah. come on, dude. And, and, you know, it makes you think like it makes you think I thought of Carlito's way. 
Oh yeah, because he kind of like. But he fucked up once. Yeah, he fucks up that one and guy, and it's just like, oh, and he's about to get there. You go, he's gonna make, it, and then, oh, he's about to get into the doors. Dang! <laughs> so, don't, you un- don't mess with John Leguizamo. I always <sighs> say, oh no, that's what I always say. <laughs> this guy knows. <laughs> so in the movie, he plays the despicable guy, leather jacket, greasy slime ball. He's wearing a Rolex Oyster Perpetual Day Date with diamonds. You're looking at a gold case, gold bracelet, red dial, Roman numerals with a bezel set with diamonds. Presidential the, bracelet, I'm assuming. The president is uh, the bracelet is set with gemstones. Yes, it is, but the case is not, except for the dials. Can be seen, uh, uh, you can see it. So the costume designer designer Miyako Belizzi uh, and the consultant Mordecai Rubenstein. Uh, they created this. Uh, they said this is what you're going to wear, and a similar Rolex with the red dial and other items were on display at a pop-up store in New York in 2019. So it had uh, it had the gold necklace that Adam Sandler also wear in the movie, and the Torah pendant, gold and wood Cartier glasses he wears because he wears those like gold and wooden glasses. They're like really cheesy. Um, the, the the David, sorry, the gold star of David pinky ring, the gold chain link bracelet, diamond stud earrings, very flashy, right? And the watch, yeah, that's what he, he's kind of wearing in it too. So, um, that watch is fantastic. Oh, that watch is and the one thing about that watch. Crazy. Why is it so expensive? Is because they they don't make those watches in stainless steel. It's only in precious metals. Oh yeah, it's 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 absolutely you can't, insane. You can't, it's so, not like a complicated movement, but it's only in precious metals. And I said the presidential bracelet because that bracelet is like a unique bracelet to to, to that specific Rolex. Yeah. So the watch he's actually wearing in this. Let me see if I can find you guys a nice little picture of it. Uh, do 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 is this one? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> he's wearing the red dial. Yeah, red dial with the diamonds. Oh man! So bezel. like that must be like easy like. $80,000 watch. Yeah, right? so his point, he's wearing this like red dial Rolex with the wood Cartier glasses and gold, the necklace, Some the earrings. Some ridiculous build probably Yeah, too. all this is all part of the costume, right? So I think it was so good. He's so stressful in it and it's wonderful. And you know, it got a lot of hype where I remember a lot of people were like, how the fuck was this not nominated? It was snub, right? And I think it was a snub or it got nominated. Hold on, I just want to see. Wasn't it was, it was snub and not even like, they didn't even mention it? Golden Globes, it got nominated for nothing. <laughs> so yeah. It's yeah, it gives it all, his all, but it still wasn't enough. Is it because it's like a Netflix movie? I don't know, but it was. It's, really, it's unfortunate because really I, I've watched maybe maybe 30, 40 minutes of it and uh, it, it was fantastic. Yeah, really, really I good. I love Adam Sandler. He's one of my favorite comedians yeah. of all time. I think he stepped out. He really channeled another thing and it was really excellent. So that was my fourth and final pick. So good pick. Big Rolex. <laughs> yeah, good pick, good pick. I'm going to go faster. I'm going to do my uh, last pick. And uh, speaking of being stressed out, the movie I'm going to talk about is called Falling Down with Michael Douglas. Love that movie. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Of course I have. Uh, he it is, fucking breaks. <laughs> but but you know what? Like when I, was, when I was young and I saw it, and I was like, I didn't really get it because I didn't connect with the guy at all. But as you watch it as an adult, it's a completely different experience. Yeah, some it's obviously exaggerated. He gets he obviously gets way too angry because I guess they had to make sure the plot evolves, right? To make sure right. that they can escalate it. But like, you do you do it, it, there is a possibility, and it follows the guy. By the way, for anybody who hasn't seen it, follows a guy who's driving back from his office when he, where he got fired. He gets he gets stuck in a traffic jam, traffic jam that was a parking lot. So because it was like a car crash or something on the on like a, a highway ramp, and he's like. F- 
it. I think opens it's in LA, door. so it's like terrible yeah. traffic. <laughs> opens the door and just because I'm gonna f- walk until until I get home. He starts walking through the city, and as he goes through the city, he progressively gets like in terrible situations. He almost gets mugged. Then he goes to like a restaurant, and they are rude to him. And it uh, he goes to a depanor, and they are rude to him. And there, depanor, I'm just being like French Canadian, a corner store. Yeah. He he goes to a corner store, and they're being rude to him in there, and. It gets progressively like he just gets into a combination of all of those situations while already being like anxious and like almost like going over the edge, right? About losing his job and then when he loses his mind because someone gave him a Hello Kitty watch (laughs) (laughs) for twenty (laughs) dollars. Amazing movie, love that movie. I think it's like one of the most memorable. I think Michael Douglas movies for me. Oh yeah, Uh, along with the game. The game was great. Yeah, with yeah. Sean Penn. Yeah, great. I love that one. I loved. I love the one romancing <laughs> the stone. Romancing the stone. Yeah, I say yeah, it's a good. Yeah. Movie. Well, m- maybe Wall Street. Oh no! Of course, Basic Instinct. <laughs> of course, Michael Douglas has quite, <laughs> not, the, not for Sharon Stone. quite the sexual <laughs> sexual appetite. This guy had a sexual disclosure. Oh, he, does, he does. Yeah, yeah sexual. Hey, Mary Catherine Zeta Jones. Good for him. And his um, remember Disclosure with Demi Moore? No, I've never seen it. Oh no, you didn't see that on my list. She sexually harasses him. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says that he did it. So uh, take that, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it was the okay. other way around. <laughs> God damn. So, wow. <laughs> oh, it's fine. So, so, but that was before me too, right? But it was 1990. Okay, okay, so that was me one? That's what Demi... That was me one. That was me one? That was Harvey Weinstein time. But it was... Um, he's, he's Harvey Weinstein. He's prime. thriving. Predator <laughs> was peaked. It was, pre- it was peak. It was prime. Prime, prime, prime Weinstein. Weinstein. <laughs> he's putting up Sounds real like numbers. <laughs> but that was when Demi Moore was like really hot after like striptease. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was like super hot. So anyway, she was... Disclosure. Bruce Willis at the time? No, I think so. Yeah, she yeah. was still with Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah. she was already in this indecent uh, proposal. Mm. Was it indecent proposal? Yeah, indecent. I don't know. With Woody Harrelson, so I'll give you a million bucks for my wife. He's like here, <laughs> Bye. roll credits. <laughs> He's at the casino. Yeah, <laughs> all on red. <laughs> yeah, red fourteen. Uh, I kind of want to talk more about the movie itself, uh, not the watch, but uh, it's still worthy mention. Uh, the brand he was wearing, it's a Loris. It's a Loris brand. So this is like an affordable Seiko subsidiary, like Pulsar. Uh yeah. yeah, it's more affordable. I think it, like it's cheaper than Pulsar. I think I think mm. it's like Loris is like the cheapest one. Yeah, I think Loris is like they don't cost more than one hundred fifty bucks. Okay, like, I don't yeah. think you can find anything that's more expensive than that. They were created initially in like the in nineteen eighty two, uh, I think. Uh, launched uh, I think in Australia initially. Uh, brand uh, Loris was I think positioned as a, a more affordable Seiko. So imagine how inexpensive this brand is. He was wearing like. <laughs> He was wearing, uh, and uh, I couldn't find the actual name. It's a very basic, like Roman numeral, Loris dress watch. That's a quartz movement. I am imagining this is very cheap, like something you buy, like a Timex you buy, like a like a in a corner store, right, mm-hmm. on a rotating uh, shelf there. Yeah, and like in a small box prepackaged, like a paper box, or like yeah. like transparent plastic <laughs> it's like a mcdonald bag <laughs> like, <here you> go. <laughs> uh, the watch itself is you know they were positioned as reliable and maybe maybe it's a great competitor to timex maybe that's the reason why they were initially created they're not very popular anywhere to be honest you can find a lot of them on amazon still uh, very very inexpensive but it is at the end of the day it is a seiko just a cheaper one yeah. but i mostly wanted to chat about this movie which is uh, excellent 
It is. I, 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 I've watched it, but it's been a long time. I need to rewatch it again. Yeah, it's uh, it is different, I think, because uh, I, I did, I say, I did really distinctly remember how I watched it when I was a kid. I did, I'm like, okay, that's just an angry old man, and now I'm like, well, this is guy, the guy <laughs> this of my is age. Me? <laughs> yeah, this is me. <laughs> I am angry all the time, oh, and everyone. <laughs> this is an angry old man. Now it is me. I'm angry. I'm old. Yeah, I'm always angry. So yeah, I think that's it. It is. I, I'm, I'm out. You're out. I'm out. So what do we do? There we are. You you, this b- yes. All right. So if you enjoyed this podcast or this episode, please reach out to us on Big Black Clock Official on Instagram or email us at bigblackclockteam at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults. Let us know if there's any pieces you want us to review with, of course, the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other, eat good food, have some good drinks. And for those of you who always watch shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Ciao now.